Welcome to BevCast, Beverage Trade Network's podcast channel, where you can get tips from alcohol beverage industry experts and learn more about beer, wine, and spirits. BevCast's on-premise market insights episodes are sponsored by Sommelier's Choice Awards, which is one of the leading wine competitions in the USA, where wines are judged for the on-premise market by on-premise wine buyers and top sommeliers of the USA. While your wines may come with a 90-plus ratings and your boutique winery may have already attracted the attention of the local media, the fact remains that selling wines into restaurants is highly competitive. Even worse, it's a zero-sum game, meaning that in order for your wine to be added to a wine list, it usually means a poor-performing wine needs to be removed. Just think of this from the perspective of a restaurant. Why would you fill a wine list with a lot of low-velocity wines that nobody ever orders? A recent 2016 survey on casual dining wine lists is very instructive and helps to showcase just how competitive the marketplace has become. Based on a study of 110 casual dining chains around the nation, the average wine list offered just 20 wines by the glass, BTG, and 22 wines by the bottle, BTB. Moreover, since every restaurant will carry two to three options for the most popular varietals, it's extremely difficult to convince a restaurant wine manager to carry a fourth Cabernet Sauvignon when there are already three other Cabernet Sauvignon wines available BTG and BTB. Moreover, if you drill down into each of the categories, you will see that big, national names dominate every single market niche. If you plan on competing in the Chardonnay category, you'll be going head-to-head with Kendall Jackson and La Crema Winery, two of the most popular Chardonnay brands at national casual dining locations. So it's here that you will have to make a strategic choice. Do you focus on the most competitive wine categories, i.e. Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Merlot, Pinot Noir, and Pinot Grigio, or do you focus on niche varietals? Here, too, it's important to have business insights into where the market is headed. Just a few years ago, wines like Zinfandel and Shiraz or Syrah were staples of many major wine lists. Now they have been supplanted by other grapes of the moment, including Moscato and Glare, i.e. Prosecco. So make sure you are pitching wines that consumers and restaurant patrons actually want to buy. Focus on ways that you can offer a competitive business advantage. That being said, there are still plenty of opportunities out there if you know where to look. That's because restaurants do not view your winery only as a winery. They also view you as a business partner. In fact, they go one step further. They view you as a source of competitive advantage in the marketplace. At the end of the day, restaurants have very simple goals. They want to sell more wine overall. They want to encourage patrons to order more expensive bottles of wine, and they want to maximize guest satisfaction and loyalty. Thus, the way that you can offer a competitive advantage is by delivering on any of these goals. So ask yourself a few key questions. Can you provide number and research to prove that your wines are in a hot category or that they are experiencing a surge in sales popularity? Can you offer premium or exclusive bottles not found anywhere else? And can you provide the type of customer service that guarantees a happy customer every time? 
One major complaint the restaurant wine managers have is in relation to supply. The cardinal rule of selling to an on-premise establishment is never, ever failing to deliver supply as needed. Another major complaint is in relation to price. In the business, they say that the price is the price. This means that a restaurant wine manager should never pay a different price than the price that was quoted at the outset. And finally, a third major complaint of restaurant wine managers is in regards to quality. If there are common incidents of bottle variation or vintage variation, that is going to raise a red flag. So you can view all of these potential complaints as actual opportunities to prove your worth. If you can guarantee a reliable, unbroken supply of wine on a national basis, you will have the ears of wine managers. If you have a reputation for dependability and a track record of fixing problems before they even occur, then you will also have the ears of wine managers. And this emphasis on customer service doesn't end there. It also extends into the types of promotional and brand-building activities that you can offer if your wine is finally accepted onto a wine list. One classic example here is the wine dinner. Another example is staff education and training. And of course, you will want to provide marketing and brand support to the restaurant. Your goal here should be to help the restaurant deliver on all of its financial goals. And that means that your wines are high velocity and high volume. If you can show that restaurant patrons are ordering your wines, restaurant wine managers will gladly order more. Who knows? You might even get a national mandate from corporate HQ if your wines are showing phenomenal success in a certain city or region. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are looking to sell more of your wines to the on-premise establishments, such as restaurants, hotels, pubs, and bars, then you need to enter the Sommelier's Choice Awards. Winning a Sommelier's Choice Award is a mark of excellence that is recognized across the wine industry. The top 100 winners of the competition will also be marketed under top 100 on-premise wines to the leading Psalms and buyers of USA. Check out sommelierschoiceawards.com on how to enter your wines before the registration ends.